Hello, and welcome to another edition of the Melton Truck Lines True Blue Podcast. We've been on a bit of a hiatus lately due to circumstances beyond our control, but we are back, and we are back in a big way because our Vice President of HR and Safety, Miss Angie Buchanan, got us our best guest yet. That is none other than our CEO and President, Mr. Bob Peterson. Bob takes great pride in the fact that he still holds his CDL and started out as a truck driver back in the day. And not only does he talk about getting started in the business, but he shares with us some funny stories from his days back out on the road. So without further ado, here is Bob Peterson. Hi, Melton Nation. This is Angie Buchanan. I'm the Vice President of Safety and Human Resources here at Melton, and I just celebrated my 22nd anniversary. And so I am just tickled to be here today with uh, the infamous Bob Peterson. Bob is the CEO of Melton Truck Lines and one of my mentors and, and dear friends. And we're talking today about working for a trucking company, why it's more than money. And so here at Mountain Truck Lines, we really work hard to set ourselves apart in the ways that we hear drivers and, and get input and make decisions affecting uh, their jobs. So again, today we got Bob Peterson here to tell us why it's important that uh, senior executives hold a CDL and stay close to their drivers. So Bob. Thank you, Angie. And I'm excited to be talking to you today about why I have a commercial driver's license, how I got it, and why I think it's important, just like Angie said. So uh, by background, I went to college and practiced as an accountant, passed a CPA exam and did that, and through a family connection, had an opportunity to work at a large trucking company. And I thought that seemed like a fun idea. I was transitioning jobs, and uh, trucking was interesting to me. I was always sort of mechanical myself very comfortable around mechanical things and trucks seemed cool. Never been in one. As one of my friends used to say when I first got into business, said, you don't know a grease gun from a fifth wheel, Peterson. You better get around a truck a lot. So I went enrolled in uh, at Crowder College in Neosho, Missouri in 1985 and spent two months in an unair conditioned Peterbilt cab over learning to drive a truck. Of course, you had, you had your classroom lessons and then you had time in the truck and there would be usually two or three students and instructor in there also. I, I, it was impossible for me to, to imagine passing the test that they told us you had to pass, which was backing of, this happened to be a 48-foot van, backing it through a figure-eight course. I just thought it was impossible. But by gosh, after crushing a number of 55-gallon drums, I did it to pass, my, uh, to pass my test. I think I was third in my class of 25 people. Made a lot of friends and got to know the you know the kind of person I think, or at least the 25 some personalities that were in that class. We had a we had a butcher that had been laid off. We had a grandmother that decided she wanted to go see the country, and all kinds of different people from all walks of life, all ages, all colors, and and uh, it was really fun being one of them. And we drove during the day, we drove at night, and uh, I really enjoyed it. After that, I went out with a trainer for a month, and then came back and flunked my driving test two times. <laughs> And until I got better, and then I went out on my own. The very first load I moved, I guess, and like, by the way, like all of you truck drivers, I got a million truck driver stories. Most of them are true. <laughs> and so my very first load was 48,000 pounds of fertilizer in 100-pound bags on the floor. And so I drove, and it was a real short load. We got to a, what I thought was going to be a huge grain elevator with a dock, and uh, a big farmer comes up to me and says, I was asking him where the dock was. He said, there is no dock, son. You and I are going to unload this. And I said, like, me? And so I'm not exactly built like Arnold Schwarzenegger, tall, thin, 
and uh, haven't spent a lot of time in the gym. So he wheels up a cart, and he said, stack them 10 high, and I'll run them off on this uh, on this ramp. 48,000 pounds, and by gosh, we did it. And I forget exactly how long it took, but it didn't take all day. I was a tired, sweaty, exhausted pup at the end of that. So, you know, you always remember funny things like that. Life on the road. So I remember delivering a load one place, happened to be a broker load, and needed to use the bathroom. And I looked at the one in the uh, shop area where they unloaded trucks and, and were doing some of their, I think it was manufacturing, and it was disgusting. I mean, it was absolutely disgusting. Well, when I went to get my bill signed, I went up to the front office. On the way in, I spied a bathroom up there, went in there and uh, took care of things. And when I came out, the woman signing my bill said, she goes, by the way, that bathroom's not for truck drivers. And, uh, of course, that made a huge impression on me, like, I'm not good enough to use your nice, clean bathroom, lady, but I can use the one that uh, that you wouldn't use. So I learned those things. I, you know, I would deliver freight to grumpy consignees and pick up freight from grumpy shippers. But on balance, I really enjoyed the people I worked with, shippers, consignees, truck stop people. And uh, now back in the days when I drove, as, as they say, there was no cell phones. There was no voicemail. We would stop at every phone booth, sometimes in the rain, and call in. And the old, the old story from your dispatcher used to be, nope, no freight for you now. Uh, call back in two hours. So you'd screw around for two hours, and then it would be, uh, nope, still no freight for you. Call back in two hours. And then about 4 o'clock, you'd get a load, and you have to drive generally all night to be in position for it the next day. And, of course, you're tired. And one, one time, speaking of tired, I pulled in, got there early. I got in about, I think, 2 in the morning to a, a consignee. And I parked, had to cross a railroad track right before I got to their gates. So I noticed the railroad track, parked very carefully, you know, probably 50 feet away from the, the track, parallel to it. And sometime in the morning, I was deep, dead asleep. And I hear the train whistle. And it's louder and louder and louder. And I'm thinking, oh my God, what if I forgot to set the brake and the truck rolled uh, across the, the crossing? And that's what he's honking about. And then I see the light from the headlight. And it, it scared me to death. And I jump in the front seat, and the truck hadn't moved. He was just sounding the horn to cross the street. But uh, I damn near had a heart attack. Um, <laughs> So one, one of those many experiences. But I, all those experiences, I drove for six months just like a regular old truck driver, just like you guys and gals. And I got paid by the mile. Actually, back then, my starting pay was 16 cents a mile, and that's what truck drivers were making back in 1985. What are you paying your drivers now? Almost 50 cents. Yeah, or more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, or more. Actually, yeah, that's right. Our ambassadors. Guys, yeah, make 54 cents a mile. 50, yeah, or 56. Yeah, plus. And then with their bonuses, right. you know, almost 60 cents a mile. And, and deserving of every single penny of it. So I think, you know, I could, I, I don't want to bore you with 100 truck stop stories, but my, my, my point is that I know what you do, and I know how hard you work, and you earn every penny, and I wish we could pay you more. And we did pay more this year. I mean, Melton's always been in the top 5 or 10% of, of pay rates in the country. We just put through, a, I believe, about 10% pay increase uh, earlier this year um, and thrilled, thrilled to see it. Our average driver this year, just from a 20-year veteran down to a brand-new guy, 
that works here for a year will make about $70,000 with our top earners well over 80 and some into the 90. And, and again, I'm proud of that and uh, they certainly have it coming. But having that experience as a truck driver, and I keep my CDL up, by the way. So I go out and drive. I haven't driven now in a little over a year, but I, I can get out and get in the truck and, and shift to 10 speed and leave a few gears crushed, but um, uh, get around. And, and once again, respect so much the difficulty of your work, uh, but also I liked it. I liked being a truck driver. I was I was a newlywed. I'd only been married about uh, six months. And so I was like, I think every other guy I hated to leave the house. But once I got out, I was fine. And I liked seeing manufacturing plants and, and just the the stuff that goes on at shippers and consignees and what was some, the coolest things you saw at that manufacturing plants? Oh, uh, silly things! I remember going to some place and picking up can ends. So that is the metal end of a can, and someone else had brought in a big load of, of cans. And so this is a manufacturing plant where they were canning tomatoes or peaches or whatever. And the load, it, those things are so heavy. I think the load was only about two feet high and didn't cover all of a 48102, but it was just really, really heavy. Delivered huge rolls of paper that were used to make advertising stuffers and, uh, oh gosh, pizza trays out of some place to a Domino's factory where they would load them up with dough, and I think they froze it and then it would ship off to their different stores. Went to some little town in, I think, Ohio to pick up wiring harnesses that went to a Ford plant. And my infamous load of fertilizer, 48,000 pounds, thank you. (laughs) So all kinds of interesting stuff. So Um, with flatbed, you never have to unload that fertilizer, right? Don't have to. Don't. don't, Everything's on the floor, but it's put there by a machine and taken off by a machine. So, yeah, when I ask drivers, and I often ask our newer drivers, so what's interesting, what interests you about pulling a flatbed? And they go, well, I I like the exercise, I like the challenge. I'm kind of an engineer, mechanical type, so I think wrestling with those different loads is fun. And, and they don't have to lump groceries, so grocery warehouses. that I used to call that driver's hell. You'd go in, your appointment didn't mean anything. You, there was always a wait. You had to hire a lumper and then usually pay out of your own pocket for the lumper, uh, although I think I eventually got reimbursed. But um, they were just unfriendly people. The, the, your appointment time didn't mean anything. And again, you were kind of hostage to the lumpers. I remember one time I said, nope, not paying a lumper. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep whatever money I collect from the company. And uh, I think I was there eight hours uh, in what should have taken about 30 minutes. So that uh, taught me a lesson. Lumpers kind of ran things. But, you know, there are, just like my job, there are parts of it I love and parts of it that aren't so much fun. And so there's tough things about being a truck driver. You're away from home. But now with, with uh, cell phones and the other social media, it's easier to stay in touch which gets me to one of my favorite lectures, and that is don't drive and look at your cell phone. I mean, we've had crashes here at Melton because of people, our drivers, looking at their cell phones. And we've had cars around us be distracted because they're looking at their cell phones. So you've got to be doubly vigilant now in when you're operating these big trucks. We outfitted, starting last year, started outfitting our trucks with collision mitigation systems. And that is it will apply the brakes automatically if it senses... Uh, there's going to be an impending rear-end crash. And you'll see them on every car being built and every truck being built. Uh, probably not quite yet, but we're specking them in all melting equipment. So even if you have your foot on the throttle, it'll de-throttle the engine and apply the brakes. It's this doggone distracted driving that's cost us a lot of money and a lot of heartache, and I don't want you out there hurting yourself or injuring the motoring public. So 
again, driving a truck gives me these, what I, I would call them reflexes, to understand if you come up to me and say, your truck's not pulling. I know what that means. And if, you're, if your trailer's dog tracking, I know what that means. And if you say, it's time to get home because mama's needing you or is sick or something, I know what that means. And, and I think you'll find that the senior leadership here also understands. They all have been on a truck before. They don't, a couple of them have CDLs, but even my friend Angie here has been out on a truck and taken a truck trip overnight, slept in truck stops, uh, eaten truck stop food, fueled up a truck, dealt with breakdowns and all of those things. So we understand. Yeah, lots of respect for sure. Yeah, lots of respect. 80% of our employees are truck drivers. So do you think it's important I understand and our senior leadership understands what truck drivers are like? And the answer is, of course, it's obvious. Um, I have a name, and you have a name. And I remember at the company I was at, I used to be paged by my truck number, which I never really liked very much. So you won't hear that at Melton, not here at our Tulsa office or in Laredo or anywhere else. Uh, we know what your name is. I think being a truck driver was fulfilling for me and, and obviously educational, but I'm proud of it. You know, people ask me, I'll meet them socially, what do you do? And I say, I'm a truck driver. And uh, they might say, oh, yeah, what else do you do? And I'll say, well, I'm fortunate to lead a good-sized trucking company. We started with 30 trucks, and today we're operating almost 1,400. And uh, that comes from taking care of people and being respectful and listening. Uh, we have driver round tables, we call them, regularly. And lots of chance to get input from not just our senior drivers, but from new people and people of all backgrounds and, and again, all general types. So we'd love to have you here at Melton Truck Lines. I think you'd find this a place where you can make a darn good living and be treated with respect, have your input listened to, and enjoy a nice career here. Our benefits are terrific. I won't go into all those, but love to have you check out our website or call in and talk to one of our terrific recruiters and learn more about the Melton story. Well, that was a shameless plug, Bob. I appreciate that. And it, it kind of displayed perfectly that being a truck driver, you deserve all the money that you can get. But we want you to drive for a company because it's more than money. You know, it's about our pet and rider passes. It's about how we, we take care of your family. It's about our free clinics and uh, on-site medical dispensing and all these other really cool things. And what was that, Pax? I was going to say you find a home. It's oh. one of the first things you said to me when I came to work here and you years found a ago. Home. Yeah, eight years ago. Home. Yeah. yeah. So we want, again, we want it to be more than money because, again, we know that people have choices and we want it to be a, a home that you're proud of. And proud of it we are. If you enjoyed this podcast and you'd like to hear more from Bob Peterson, please go to our website at www.meltontruck.com and leave us a comment. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, Instagram, and all the other places that people find us. MeltonTruck.com is also where you find all the information about this great company and what it would be like to start a career here. Until next time, this is your host, Pax Rolf, signing off.